everyone, I just wanted to take a few seconds to talk about this wonderful platform. If you don't know already, I'm pretty new to this podcasting world. My friend had actually introduced me to Anchor. I couldn't believe how easy it was to start a podcast. It's free to start, which is a plus, and you can make money. Yep, even if you don't have a huge audience. I thought it would be impossible to start it, but it only took me less than five minutes to set it up, and you don't need any fancy equipment, really. The tools I offer are incredibly easy to use. You can edit on your computer or your phone. Again, I am new to this, so when I found out Anchor also distributes your podcast for you, I was relieved. It can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Everything that you need to share your own stories is basically all in one place, so download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, besties! Hello, everybody. What's up? This is your host, Carol. And your co-host, Joseph. And you're listening to Yeah, Did you guys miss this powerful duo? No. No, no. No, no. No. Yeah, Joseph, we've uh, we've missed you. Um, even though I've, there's only been like one episode that I've recorded without you. Hmm. Where have you been, man? Tell us. I've been grinding. Oh, really? I was in D.C. Ooh. for this art show that me and my buddy Will. Shout out helped. to Will, pro pro. Yep, Profit Propaganda. Um, we had this art gallery exhibition show and at this um, this hotel called The Ven. At, it was on Embassy Row and... Yeah, it was an art show with Art Block, uh, Black Art House, and they basically talked about, um, they had black artists and talked about basically um, prison reform and whatnot. So, yeah, it was fun. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> so, um, like, I guess, what did you learn from that experience? You meet a lot of cool people. Yeah, I learned a lot about art and how subjective it is. And basically, if you have a story and it literally can be about anything and you can do whatever you want, but as long as you kind of wear it on your chest and, you know, just present it well, like people are going to respect it. It literally could be like a piece of shit. And if you like look at this art behind us, it's like what is that it's so inspiring it's so random and it has different like colors and when you look at it it just looks like colors but to an artist if they present it well they could make make it look i don't know presentable that's crazy this is like totally kind of off topic but it kind of reminds me of that banana art that sold for like i don't know how much it sold did you ever see that Mm -mm. it's like they put a banana on like they taped the a banana like on like the on the like a frame. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I've seen it that. was like worth a, like thousands of dollars. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think it's. Have you ever have you ever like went to a museum or a, a gallery and been like, damn, I could literally do that. No seriously. <laughs> and it's being sold for tens of thousands of dollars. When I, when I went to the DMA um, a while ago. There was this room, and the art was literally a giant piece of, like, it was, like, a log, mm-hmm. kind of, like, leaned against the wall. 
<laughs> that was it. And then another one was literally a blank canvas. It was just like complete, just white. That's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like sometimes artists can troll or either have like a super deep meaning that really is not necessary, but they kind of... Nothing is nothingness. That's, that's like the, the point almost is to make a deeper meaning of your art, even if sometimes you don't mean to. Um, or it could just be what's interesting when like the we had an artist artist panel and they talked about and broke down their art and whatnot and their experiences mm -hmm. and there was this one guy and he just did not really look deeper into his art he was like yeah I'm a photographer and I just take pictures <laughs> like, what do I feel like that would be like something that you would yeah, say he's, they would try to ask him and try to break down because he took a picture of two boys like kind of playing around and fighting and this like white man in the background and basically he they're asking him oh like what is the significance of this piece and the relation between the two little boys and he goes oh they're just friends uh i don't know i just snapped the picture of them because they look like they're having fun Sometimes and, it really is just that. Yeah, yeah, he was. <laughs> it was funny because after the show, um, the lady kind of coordinating the event, she was like, Oh, like, I wish he kind of represented himself a little better. Because at the end of the day, like, if you want to get your stuff sold, that's it, true. there has to be that's a story. True. But at the end, that's the beautiful thing about art it's like, it's there's room for everyone. What have you been getting into? Miss Carolina. Uh, well, besides my two jobs, I've picked up a another job working for my best friend's cousin who, what am I singing? Who <laughs> owns a marketing and PR agency. So currently I'm just doing um, some personal assistance work for her. It's definitely fun because it really doesn't feel like work because um, it's more hands-on my f I think the first event that I helped was a when Tay Money shout out to uh, Tay Money Tay Money duh <laughs> um, she is a Dallas based hip-hop artist um, she's had a couple hit TikTok songs and I think she's um, she's growing I'm pretty sure and uh, it was like a listening party and so I got to do like the RSVP list, got to check out the menu and check people in. It was definitely a little bit overwhelming, but I it's kind of exciting because um, you get to meet a lot of cool people and network. Um, and then after that, I helped with um, our second season of our Emerge fashion show, which we threw last year and did it again. Super fun. Had a running back. Well. Run back. Um, it's definitely something that I'm glad that I'm involved in because when I was going to school, my major was, I just picked uh, PR, public relations and uh, communications mostly because it was easy. But then I was like, man, I don't know anything about marketing or public relations or anything like that. So I think it's pretty cool that I have this opportunity um, and, you know, and see where it goes. And yeah, it's, it's definitely really nice. It's, it, inspiring for sure and um, do you think that the education that you're getting 
outside of the classroom is more valuable than inside the classroom? Absolutely. Because half of the things that you learn in school don't apply at all. I think they they can apply. It's a good it's, foundation, but it's like totally different. It's I, not the same thing. I feel like it's they tell you things and I guess theoretically they're correct, but then once you actually get into the real world and start talking to people and problem, problems arise, that same theory sometimes doesn't all work out and you kind of have to problem solve and figure out creative ways yourself. So I wish school and like the things that they teach you it's not one-sided it's almost like what what can school do to provide a better just on the educational as like aspect how can the how can they provide a better way so that they'll prepare us for like the real world um, outside of the classroom you know it's funny i feel like the one thing that school provides is i mean for example at UTD and some universities, you need to have an internship. So I feel like an internship is like a stepping stone too. I think so too, but I mean, just it's not really related to like school because it's like okay, do this. Yeah, I'm just talking about the courses. Yeah. Because they just kind of teach just like general, just just as if it's just a normal class, I guess How, course. But like, okay, so if you were, because I know you want to have your own school eventually how would you like if you were a professor or a teacher how would you structure the class in a way that would be productive i would say have it more interactive because when you're just lecturing and telling kids what whatever it is that you're teaching and then they kind of have to regurgitate that information and then take a test that test almost is invalid because they're just doing the work for the test instead of figuring out how to apply it into their own lives. Uh, so I would I would try to do more things that are um, teamwork based and they, they build something and actually do hands-on things. Which is also hard considering the fact that we had, we are just coming out of a, of a pandemic. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of people lacked that human to human interaction because it all just went straight to just online learning so i wonder how that'll affect like people i think it's it's still a crucial point to learn how to communicate with another person so yeah that was a temporary stunt and i do see the fact that a lot of kids are being affected not only I guess more so on people that were introverts to begin with, mm-hmm. they kind of got into their shells. But at the end of the day, we're going to be living a normal life outside of a pandemic. So we gotta, we gotta adjust, you know? Adapt for sure. What about you? What would you do as a professor to kind of drill, drill educational concepts into children? Man. I feel like it'd be so fun if I was... Okay, so as a child, I feel like I learned a lot when we went out on, like, field trips. Yeah. Like, I would love to be able to incorporate, like, a hybrid form of education when it it comes to, like, take... Yeah, sure. Go go into the classroom, teach whatever, and then put that into practice 
outside. So I would literally, if I could, go on field trips and then go go to like conventions and, and just be more involved, you know? I feel like that would be a great way. I think doing a teaching in different ways is yeah, really yeah, yeah. important because everyone it learns very differently. So sure. you have to adapt to the to the kids that um, either learn by hands on or just simply by you telling them something. Yeah. You have to tap into all these kids. I would mix it, switch it up for sure, because that's that's how I am. I am I learn. I guess like I'm a hands-on and visual learner, mm -hmm. but there's other, but I feel like there's, I know that everyone has one type of like learn or they have, they learn a certain way, but I feel like it's also important to incorporate other ways of learning too. Like sure, your yeah. strength can be like visuals and stuff like that, but also you're weakening your other senses if you're just learning one way because it works right. for you. Like it, it can maybe you can learn a lot better if you incorporate all these different ways of learning you yeah. know that's why i feel as if tapping into other and providing other ways of learning is so important because kids have to adapt like we have to learn how to do things other ways or else we just can't survive so yeah hopefully i my dream comes true and i have my yeah. school like a legit, like my dream of having a big ass building and you know like having a skateboard school having a skateboard facility inside that'd be crazy and housing like if the kids were able to live at the school like a boarding school mm -hmm. that's that's one of my dreams that before i leave this earth i want to make happen so like would you want to be I guess you just be the be the director or do you think that you could see yourself also being like stepping in and teach as well I think I'd be open to teaching and of course coordinating I mean, mm -hmm. and just being the the head and you know but at the end of the day I feel as if I could just hire or have other people be doing things that I might not be uh be a specialty at mm -hmm. so i think of course you need a team right i think figuring that out and that's the that's a part of the journey and i'm i'm so excited to meet my future you know people that i'll be working with who are not so yeah man that's really exciting i remember when we first started talking or hanging out and like i think actually the very first time we ever got food together or we met up you told me about it and mm -hmm. that hearing that was like amazing because I don't hear that a lot from people. That's not really something that like mm -hmm. people tell you like, oh, I want to have my own school. Yeah. So I was like, this man is built different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of people, especially kids our age, they're they're trapped in their their own lives because whether they're in school or they have to work. They're just, that's their whole lives. And of course they want a better life for themselves and whatnot. But I feel like we haven't normalized dreaming extremely big. And we think that things aren't unattainable or things are unattainable. Um, and I think it's just, when I, when I look at really cool buildings, homes, museums, whatever mm -hmm. cool thing that catches my eye, 
just think, damn, a, a person really created that. No, I know, same. And that person is not any better than me. They might have tools, resources, like, they're not... If anything, they have worked with other people smarter than them in order to create that thing. But really, that it just comes with being brave enough to go for it, you know? So, I, I don't think anything's really impossible. I think surrounding yourself with really talented people and those are very crucial to making things happen. The world is your oyster! Do whatever <laughs> you want! Yeah, so, we'll see. We'll see. All talk is talk is cheap, right? So So like I guess like more more questions about it. Would you I guess like what is the incentive like why would parents wanna send their, why would they wanna send them to your school specifically? Or I guess do you would you wanna I guess would you wanna start the school to either expand the skateboarding community or also do you want I guess the the end goal for the students, do you think, would you encourage them to go pro or like, you know, it would you know how it's like oh the elite, elite skaters go to the school or like mm. what's, I think it's open to, well first of all it's going to, be an area for for anyone, that is that feels as if, their the traditional education system isn't, providing them the correct support that they need because mm-hmm. um, at the end of the day it'll be how I see it it'll be the traditional middle school elementary middle school or high school or even college um, but I feel like it might be elementary to high school um, traditionally it'll be the same where it's just a normal school but there's certain curriculums like skateboarding um, the arts the creative aspect so bringing that component in and almost the way that you teach kids that part will be incorporated and kids that feel like school isn't providing them or letting them really reach their full potential i feel like kids coming here will feel a little bit more free a little more i don't know just more encouraged there's a there's a school in Sweden, um, like a skateboard school, high school, and that's kind of like my inspiration, and bring it to the states. Let's go check it out. Yeah, so. whatever. Take over Sweden. <laughs> yeah, I I really want to. Not that I'm stealing ideas, but there's I feel like that there's there needs more of that. Absolutely. And yes. At the end of the day, it's we're not stealing anything. We're not just really. taking influence. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, but that's that's my goal for the the kids is just provide them an area or the incentive is to bring them here to kind of give them a space to just be free. But it won't be like one of those, you know how there's like um, liberal arts schools or where you have to try out to like get, oh, it's no. not going to be like that, right? Is it just, is it going to... It basically is going to be... like public or private? It's going to be... I I don't know. That that stuff is more once you get into it. Yeah, I know. I'm like already like asking all these damn questions. (laughs) I just feel that eventually I don't want it to be 
just skateboarding. So people that feel like they're, they got other passions and other areas of interest can come and really solidify and work on their craft and just be better, you know? What about you? What What is a dream that you kind of have thought and would like to manifest? This podcast! <laughs> yeah, honestly, this, this is... This is kind of all I got right now. <laughs> but if you could come up with anything cool, what would yeah. It be? So I'm Not gonna, that I'm gonna steal cool, your idea and come out with a podcasting school. I'm kidding. <laughs> um. Ooh, I put you on the spot. You put me on the girl. spot, dude. I don't know. Like, I like this podcast, but I guess. See, like the thing is, this man has kind of like a specific ish goal. I just have a broad goal that could lead into other things. Mm -hmm. Like, I hope that I one day am able to, I guess, work with a team that is like-minded like me. And I don't know, like, like I was telling Joseph that I just want to build something with someone, to mm -hmm. be honest. But I don't have, like, a concrete dream because I'm currently, like, sure, it'd be nice to um, continue on with public, public relations and marketing and then hopefully start my own thing from there. But I'm just, like, right now picking up different things and seeing what works and what fits and what I, what I want to pursue in the future. Um... But yeah, I really don't, I don't have like a specific. Mm -hmm. I think what you're doing with Sarah is really dope. And just seeing like, and working with different types of people, I think that's super important. And you're getting a, a feel for how the, the industry is. Yeah, like to be honest, it'd be so nice to have my own like radio show mm -hmm. or interview like celebrities. That'd be so fun. I think, I think really... I really do enjoy this podcasting. So yeah, I think I it's safe to say that this is something that I want to continue on and and I do have hope I have aspirations and hopes that this will work and that I will become a better podcaster or interviewer or whatever. I think you have the voice for it and I don't know, the charisma. I feel like for uh, me <laughs> I feel like for me personally, like I'm not the best but i'm trying my hardest no you no 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 like i feel like with me though it's like i can bring out like the energy in mm -hmm. people so i mean you and i have a really good time like conversating i feel like we have super super good conversations in general like off, yeah, the, bro. off the mic we have some pretty good conversations <laughs> and then we go damn why didn't we i know that? i know it's so funny but yeah, honestly, my dream is to have my own my own team and my own community of people and just We just trying to be bosses out here. And I would just love yeah, I know I would just love to be in a position where I can have like celebrities in my show and just talk to them. We like trying to make power moves. Like they're normal people cuz like they're normal people and I know for a fact that if I met a celebrity, duh, I'll I'll be nervous, but like it just be it just be so cool like having them right in front of my face without like because all you see is you know 
movies and shows and TVs, but, like, when they're right in front of your face, it's like, oh, dude, you're real. Like, let's have a real conversation here. They're, right? a normal, <laughs> they're normal people with not-so-normal circumstances. They're glorified normal people, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the circumstances can change um, the person and how they maneuver, and people are like, damn, why, why do celebrities have to act this way or whatever? Bro, it's because their, their living situation... And life situation is not the same as a normal person. No, like... So they have to change. I know. Whenever I was... Uh, in my last podcast, I touched on Amber Heard and Johnny's trial. Mm -hmm. And how shocked I was that this man's personal life was put on blast. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if you've heard the recordings. that Like, they would just record each other. And it was just so... Or even videos and audio tapes. And it's so interesting like to see and hear them interact just raw like yeah because neither of them knew that they were being filmed or recorded by each other uh, so it was just so strange because i'm like damn like you guys are this is this is how y'all are behind all the lights behind mm -hmm. you know like not on the red carpet not in front of the big screen so it's just it was definitely eye-opening i you guess know what i noticed is that people seem to be composed or they have everything together but really people's lives are no one has mess. their shit together literally no one, no one ha has their shit yeah, together no one has it together they might seem like they do but they really don't and i think i really noticed that when i started working with i guess people like especially in the last show um basically will and i came to the show expecting people to install the art we get there and we have to do all the work. Wait, really? Yeah, we. they basically told us that they had a team of like art installers that the hotel will provide. And <gasps> Wait, yeah, we that's did. why y'all were doing all. Oh. That's why that first and second day, pretty much we were just working all day. Did they give like, you a reason why like they, it didn't happen? Like you no. guys just showed up and what? Like no one. Yeah, they were just confused what you know, yeah and the communication was not the best but that's the thing people can that's annoying yeah literally people can say or seem like they have everything under control but it it, it really is a shit show um so i think personally i would the only people that i really want to work with is people that i can communicate really really well with and that's rare that <laughs> i feel like rare. that's so rare it is rare but it's crucial or you just got to be really 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 good at what you do because at the end of the day it's almost like a trade-off it's either especially with artists they're kind of in their own world and they have their own time on what they want to do things so sometimes you have to work with people that you know they're just really good at what they do but they might not be punctuate or you got to work with really professional individuals that might not be as artistically talented or talented in general but they're they're hard workers and they come on time and whatnot so i think it's a, a mixture of both is important and a, a big thing that i learned over the trip is because we're level we're using a leveler to make sure the art was oh like, straight. there's levels to the shit <laughs> and just the whole concept of balance is so important oh y'all were hanging them yeah like just oh, balance in life is like so important and obviously with a leveler you have to see 
and adjust the leveler to make sure the thing is on on straight so if something is missing in your life or you're stuck on doing something too much where it consumes you you have to take yourself out of that and kind of get in the middle and constantly try to be level oh i see oh i see i see it was like I a see, symbolic thing that oh you were trying I to be took. symbolic i thought you yeah. were literally talking about you installing i was like oh yeah, yeah. are you hanging that up yeah i think that's the that's the one thing mm. one of the biggest things because will and i were talking about a lot of things that i was personally going through and it just all came back to like without balance you cannot live a, a happy life dude and that's literally what i kind of wanted to talk about too in this podcast about um i guess how difficult it is to balance things when you're doing a million things at once too mm-hmm. and i feel like that's a dangerous it's it's dangerous to slip it, or it's easy to slip but it can be really dangerous once you lose that balance because as i guess relating back to mental health i think that's something that i guess you want to keep this like e- oh my gosh how do i say equilibrium equilibrium, <laughs> equilibrium. <laughs> Because, girl, I am losing it. I am losing it. So it's really nice that you brought that up because it's something that I need to remind myself of. And I think I think it's fair to say that we all should slow down, but it's really difficult to slow down, too. You have to slow down, but then you have to realize slowing down and getting caught in doing that can breed complacency and it could really make you lazy so so you have to sit back for a sec to the point where okay i've i've now rested and i can go back so that's Mm -hmm. where that whole balance thing comes you have to go to the left in order to to get to the middle and you have to focus and go to the right in order to progress but if you are in that right side too long and you're focusing too hard you're gonna burn out so you have to go back to left in order to create that balance so exactly that's me because in all honesty i really have been lacking a little bit in terms of even like little things like um my bedroom for example my i'm not writing things down anymore I come home after work and my brain is like, up, it's literally going 100, 100 miles per hour because I'm just thinking about so many different little things and um, there, there's just, there hasn't been much balance and I think I let myself um, rest for too long to the point where it's like everything that I want to do keeps getting put off, pushed that. off or whatever it, and it like this podcast um like i need to be on a roll that's 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 the thing it's just it sucks because i want to rest but i know that once i rest it's so hard for me to get back up and continue Mm -hmm. so it's just like i'm constantly going on this up and down up and down level i think the a really big thing to remember is why you're doing something and just when it's it because it can get really hard and can kind of consume just being comfortable can really just blind like the reasoning and i guess 
it, it's hard to get up and do something when you don't know why you're doing it or constant being constantly reminded i've seen this thing on like tiktok or youtube shorts or whatever the fuck i, I watch but Inst- you mean like instagram, instagram reels, reels. <laughs> but some girl was like it was some workout video and it was her just sitting in her bed like oh i'm not gonna go to the gym today and then <laughs> she realizes it was some caption like but I can't rem- I can't make them I can't let them think that um, I'm not hot enough or whatever. Uh. Um, and then she's like grabs her keys, gets pre workout, and then like heads to the gym. That's so, funny. Yeah. Remembering why you do something that's important. I think for sure um, I have been thinking a lot about how I feel after recording a podcast and how I feel during and even putting it out and hearing uh, hearing people tell me about my podcast that really motivates me to continue um, because I told myself that I was going to put my work out there ask for feedback and if I hear people in my life bring it up and even strangers and even me bring it up bringing it up to strangers it makes it feel it makes it feel real and it makes it feel like uh like it's kind of like a way of keeping myself accountable mm-hmm. i guess does it also make you feel like you're doing something yeah right? no absolutely yeah and when people ask me you know it's really funny when people ask me like what i like to do it makes me feel so weird because it, it's like i don't know i like to do a lot of things but now that i have this podcast i say oh i have this podcast i love to talk it's <laughs> like yeah. because my coworker, I, we were eating lunch the other day, and then my coworker was like, "So, what do you, what do you like to do?" And normally, I'd just be like, "Oh, I don't know, like watch movies and hang out with my friends." But now it's like that, and my podcast—it's like a way of like self promotion, and it's cool. Like people, I mean, you know, podcasts aren't aren't that like um, on what is it uncommon? Popular. No, 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 like, it's, it's not uncommon, like, every, Uh, it's unconventional? No, 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 like, everyone has a podcast, but I guess in my community and the people that I hang around with, I guess I'm the only one that has a podcast, well, one of the only ones, I know a few people now, um, that have a podcast, but, but yeah, that's, it's a thing, it's my thing now, I've I've adopted it, and, do you think that, do you think you're proud because it kind of gives you a sense of identity? Absolutely, absolutely for sure. I think that's what skateboarding does for me, and mm-hmm. I'm just happy when people ask me. So I hate when I'm talking to someone and getting to know someone, and they go, I ask them like what they like to do. They go, uh, <laughs> I just like to hang out with my friends. <laughs> like, bro, we all like to hang out with our friends. <laughs> do you remember what I what like when we were when we first started hanging out? Like, do you remember what I when you asked me that? Like, what I said. No, but I think you mentioned something about like how you used to model. Oh yeah, that, that that used to be my thing. Yeah, yeah. So when I was modeling, then I was like, oh yeah, I model. And when I stopped doing that, I was like, oh shit, like mm. I don't know what I like to do. I don't know. I'm not. Uh, ah. Yeah. But I think what I liked was the fact that you were trying to figure it out. Like you still had that will. Uh, you you still wanted to pursue something, but. It just seemed like you had a lot of stuff that you were kind of going through and trying to figure out. 
Yeah. yeah. Skateboarding, I, I like it when someone has something really interesting to say when I get to know them and they're really passionate about it. And because it leads to like interesting conversations. And I sometimes I don't know what to say when people just tell me that they like to watch Netflix or. Oh, what do you watch? Like, what do you like right. to watch? Stranger Things? Has anyone watched the new Stranger Things? Because I have not. Sorry, <laughs> that was like completely off topic. <laughs> I still need to watch that, but I don't have Netflix. You can use my Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Let me catch on and then we can watch. And then we can watch. Because now I keep hearing about it. Is it. Do people say good things about it? Well, yeah. Joanne, if you're listening, I don't know. She's probably not listening. But um, she said that episode 7 was crazy of the new season. Damn. Whatever that means. Yes, all the I got hooked, honestly. So I I think I binge watched it when it came out. Man, I don't know. But anyways, best friends, thank you for listening. Thank you, besties. Um. Well, guys, please stay cool. Drink some water because we're getting into it's hot. It's hot outside y'all we're getting into the triple digits um joseph me and jeffrey are going on a trip to waco texas why did you say it like that joseph me and jeffrey i don't know like you put me in the middle and then jeffrey, <laughs> <laughs> jeffrey he said i'm kidding okay jeffrey joseph me <laughs> Jos- jeffrey joseph and, and I. I i know i know that's like the improper way to say it i forget okay we're going to waco she ain't american <laughs> i know uh, we're going to uh, wake. Oh, what, they changed the name. Waco Surf. Waco Surf. Like y'all know, like the, the big, big slides. slides, and then we we got the we got the beach pass. Oh yeah. Ten dollars extra for that. She big said beach. Want, She said she wanted to go to the beach. <laughs> I got you. We're gonna we're gonna put you in a simulation. No, no. <laughs> and then we're going to uh, head down to Austin and get an Airbnb and sleep in and do some. Do some fun little activities. Not sure what we'll get into, but we actually do need to plan out because Jeffrey asked like what we wanted to do. Um, but yeah, so please stay cool. Salute. Drink some water. Meditate. Breathe in. Breathe out. Slow um, down. We about to hit the gym. We're gonna hit the. Oh, are we? Are we still hitting the gym? Damn, yeah, I'm kidding. We're to hit the gym. Okay, everyone. Y'all, y'all stay safe. Okay. Bye, love you. Much love.